Brokenhearted? I was like, Brokenhearted? I don't know. What? <laughs> best Friend is Brandy's best song ever. Angela in Disguise, but okay, I will, I'll let you have it, but okay. Angela in Disguise? Yeah. Is that the one where she's like, I don't know what song is this. <laughs> but okay, go ahead, go ahead and sing your song because you have a song. You, you have your song for the episode. Go ahead, go ahead, and sing it. But see, last week I hit the note. This week I didn't, you know, prepare for the note. Okay, okay. Well, uh, this is the adulthood. We are getting into season two, and last week you heard it. I talked about my um, lack of. Dating, and then the week before that, we talked about Alex's lack of dating. And so, <laughs> this week we are talking all about friendships as millennials. Uh, when you're hanging on them too long, uh, when you're for- when you're forcing them, when they have to go, friendship breakups, all of that. And uh, Alex has a song for you because he has a song for every episode, every theme. Go ahead, Alex. This, this is my uh, we at Showtime at the Apollo. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Friends may come and friends may go, but you should know that, Lexi. I get your back. It's automatic. So now this is my show. Like I used to love me some Moesha, and I am a Brandy stand. Okay, Brandy stand. Yes, that's my show. And we're talking all about friendships. This is this comes up a lot. So me and Alex, of course, we have a DM chat, a regular text chat, and then we talk on the phone. So somehow we always end up talking about people who force friendships. And we notice like, huh, this person is hanging out with this person. This person's hanging out with this person. Huh, how'd they start hanging out? When did this person start hanging out? Hmm, they don't have anything in common. This person... We are noticing, or we'll notice, like, also people that stopped hanging out. We're like, hmm, this person doesn't hang with this person anymore. We notice it all now. We notice it all. And it just became, it just came to our attention that, like, what is going on with millennials and friendships? What, what we got going on, Alex? You know what it is. What is it? You know, we grew up thinking that friendships were supposed to last forever. Is that, is that <laughs> what it is? I think we're the last of the generations where we had propaganda mm-hmm. that helped to teach us certain things. Like we talked about in previous episodes, you could, when you subscribe and you catch up, Yeah, we talked about, you know, during the Reagan era, how they were like, you know, dare, don't do drugs. And other drugs, yep. And then we talked about Captain Planet. Yeah. And how, you know, environment and recycle. Yep. We talked about G.I. Joe, how it was like, go Joe, join the army. Okay. And then all of the shows we watched sitting around friendship. Yeah. Sitting around friends being friends forever. Being, friends being friends from elementary school to middle school to high school. And then when they got to high school, they would have this whole crisis like, oh, we're going to split up and go to college. Yeah. And so it was a whole generation of us that's just like, oh, we're going to stay together forever. Yeah, we're gonna go to the elementary school, and we're gonna be best friends, and then we're gonna go to college, and then stay in the same dorm. And then yes, and then we're gonna get married, <laughs> brothers, and yeah. then we're next door to each other. I, I think a lot of people were indoctrinated, mm. maybe on purpose, 
to be yeah. like, this is my friend mm. forever. Even if we have nothing in common anymore, even if we grow apart, mm. I grew up thinking that it was wrong to just feel like to go hang out with this group of friends or go hang out with, you know, you were a dancer, but then, you know, all the dancers wanted to hang out with the dancers, but then at some point you were like, I don't want to do that. And I never really hung with the dancers in high school because I didn't start off dancing. So I never really hung out with, they didn't, I didn't really hang out with the dancers because um, they already had their cliques for them. So exactly. I was still hanging out with people that play instruments and stuff. So as a band geek, yeah. I was a band geek. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I didn't hang. Yeah. I wasn't cool enough. I wasn't cool enough in high school. So yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought about it like that, but everything we watched on TV, every single thing, it was like, no, we, all, they never went to different schools ever. And if they went to different schools, it was because one of the actresses left the show, left the show. That was the only reason if the yeah. actress the person or the actor did not leave the show, they went to the same college. They were roommates. They were always roommates. They always, it was like, you know, we have to go to school together. Like the only show that they did that was that they went to a different school was the Parkers. And that's because they were beefing because yes. Countess and Brandy were beefing. Otherwise they would have gone to the same school, but they made, uh, they made Countess go to community college. And it was like, oh, she couldn't go to that school. So the rest of them all, <laughs> the rest of them all went to, you see how all three of them, you see how everybody else went to the same college and they were roommates. And it's just like, okay, you're so right about that. I never really thought about it like that, but everything we watched, it was all about like, no, we are friends forever. We've been doing this forever. So yeah, it's just, I don't know, really interesting. I mean, even the iconic show and movies like Mean Girls, like yeah. Clueless, it was yeah. all about friend groups. Yeah. Definitely. Even the best man. They've been friends for how long? 60 years at this point? Yeah. And they're all 50. And so you know, we watched, we, it was like the most popular show on Peacock, on TV. Yeah. Was the best man, was the best man final chapters, and they still having problems as friends. Yeah. Even though Lexi, everyone on the internet was like, y'all don't have to be friends anymore. And you know, I say this all the time with everything, even, you know, I used to say this about Insecure, like, I don't, all of these shows kind of, I'm not going to say they bother me because they're still entertaining to me, but all of those shows, even the other show, not Harlem, but what's the other show? The other, um, the other Run show, the world. Run the World, no, no, Harlem, I am talking about Harlem, okay. it's not Harlem, I was like, most of those girls wouldn't still be friends today, even though they went to college together, they were best friends in college. Most of those girls still wouldn't be friends, I don't think. And I'm like, they're still hanging out like three, four times a week in New York. Uh, I don't really think that they would all still be best friends like that and still hanging out all the time. Now, I could see like a once a month get together, but like the way that they're hanging and they're all in this corporate world or most of them are in this like, you know, I was just like, mm, well, they're not all in the corporate world, but you know what I'm saying? They're all in their career and one is trying to figure out her space. I just don't think in real life when I see these shows, I'm like, this isn't reality. I don't really know people like that, that still have the same exact core group of friends from college or high school. I don't really know that. And to me, every time I see shows like that, I'm like, that's not reality. When I see Issa and um, Molly, Molly's character, I'm like, they don't, they should not be friends. They should not be friends. And it is okay. It is. And everybody's like, oh, they need to be friends though. Why? Why do they need to be friends? I think they just grew apart and that is okay. I don't think that they. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. 
and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. They have to be friends just because they were friends in college. Like, I don't see why they have to still be friends. Some people just grow apart. And everything doesn't mean that people hate each other or that, you know, that they don't like each other or that someone didn't mean something to them at a certain time. I don't know. I just, I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm no, just you, like, you, you're absolutely right. Because I remember that season when mm-hmm. Issa and Molly broke up. Yeah. Everybody was sad about it. So and it sad. kept going the whole season. But then the people like you and the people who are have sense were like, it made sense. Yeah. They I... were too, Issa was broke and stagnant. <laughs> <laughs> and Molly had a, had a good job as a lawyer. They had nothing in common. Yeah, different lifestyles. Different and so lifestyles. when they wrote that into the show, I remember it was either Issa or Yvonne Orji said that they were shocked. Yeah. By the way that people were just like, good, good. Yeah. They were so shocked. Because, you know, if you watch Insecure, you know that a lot of people were divided because they were like, why did y'all make them become best friends again? Yeah. Just out of the blue when it was clear that it wasn't going to happen. Right. And that just goes to the point of this whole episode. Like, why force it when you know that your friends are heading a different way? Nothing against that. Yes. Yes. Nothing against that. And see, this this episode is therapeutic for people who feel guilty. Yes. I (laughs) Look, I have seen a lot of people force friendships, and I'm like, that girl doesn't even like you. That girl does not even like you. Why are you forcing a friendship that girl does not even like you? What? And I've seen it so much, and it really does bother me, and it concerns me, because what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is, like, why do you feel like you want to be friends with this person? Why do you need to be friends with this person? And are you not picking up on the signs that this person doesn't like you? Or do you just not care? Do you just want friends? Like, and then what is the what is the underlying tone of? And I see this across. This is not like one person or anything. I have seen so many millennials just try to force friendships, and I'm like, why? Like, what is it about this person that makes you want to force it? And you know, it's not reciprocal. Like, what is it about? Especially if you're not trying to use them. Now, if you're trying to use them, and it's like, hey, this person can help me with my career. That's one thing. That's an obvious. That's a given. Okay, you're trying to be friends now. If you're trying to force it with that, at least I can see. Like, okay, I get what you're doing. I see you. I see what you're doing. If you're not trying to like use them for something, what what are you what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. I've been seeing a lot of forced friendships, and I'm like, this. You don't even go here. Why are you forcing this friend? Like, <laughs> you know the answer to that. What? Tell me. Tell me. Well, you know, we always talk about social media being the cause of everything. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it is. It is. And I just feel like the the pressure to keep up. Like when someone sees, like for instance, your birthday. Uh huh. And they see you at a table. I knew you were about to bring up my birthday. I know. I'm just saying they see you. And this is just in general. I'm just saying they see you at a table with 15 people. Yeah. Like the last supper. Yeah. And then they think about how many of their friends would come. Could they fill up a table with 15 people? Yeah. And so now you are living your whole life wondering, how can I make 12 more friends before my birthday coming up this summer? You ain't never lied. But have- now your whole existence is based on keeping up with a person that A, is not thinking about you, yeah. B, doesn't know you exist, or C, knows you exist, but is living their own life. 
Yes. The birthday thing is a thousand percent. I have seen that over the past couple of years, people trying their hardest just to like really to show up for their birthday. They want to make sure that their birthday pictures have 20 people in there. They want to have like multiple events. Now, I have multiple events because I have different friend circles and all the time I don't like to mix and mingle my friendship circles. Now, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't <laughs> mix my friend circles. But I also have different friend circles, but we know you can't always mix your friend circles now. But um, yes, I have noticed that um, people are always trying, like, yes, they want, maybe it's for the pictures for social media, but it, it's not like a competition necessarily, but it's in their head. Like, hey, I do like, not, not that it's a competition with anybody, but it's like, hey, like, I want to, I want to have like a nice crowd. I want to, I want to feel loved. Like, I want to feel loved. And maybe that's a big part of it. Maybe. We all know millennials, we are a very depressed group of people, okay? We are. We are a very depressed group of people. And half of us go to, uh, half, half of us are pro-therapy and the other half of us are too too smart for whatever. And we think that we don't need anything because we too smart and we know everything. So you have half and half. And yeah, we just think, you know, I think that we need validity. And I think friendship makes us feel better or makes us feel important even if it's not valid friendship or authentic it just makes us feel better and it's pretty sad and that's something that you know um i don't know it's just something that is sad that i've been, I've been picking up on a lot more recently and i know we pick up on it because we'll notice it we'll see it on our feed and we'll be like hey since when did this person hang with this person like they don't even know each other like or they just met like we know things we might know like hey no they like that's strange like I, just some of the things that they might say about the person it's like mm, they just met yesterday okay well, actually people are lonely you know and i think about that and you know like people say that they don't want to do things by themselves they don't want to go to dinner by themselves yeah they don't want to go to the movies by themselves yeah and i notice you know i always got to show love to gen z yeah. I noticed even though they don't have relationships rooted like we did in yeah. school and we grew up and we were in the trenches together. Yep. They meet people online. Yes. And then they keep it moving. Yeah. They, say they meet Lexi one day and they're like, okay, we're cool. Okay, it's not really working. Next. Yeah. And they meet this person and then it's like, next. So where do you think they're meeting their friends? Like you mean like on just like Instagram, like or sure. TikTok, like, hey, we just connect in and then they meet in person. Yeah. They like they go on TikTok and they say this. We have something in common. Cool. Yeah. See, I just want to be her friend. I see that yeah. all the time. Like I want to be Janelle Monae's friend. Yeah. You, yeah. you DM Janelle Monae and now y'all are hanging out. Yeah. Okay. So I will say this: I have met people in my DMs that I talk to all the time, and I feel like I'm closer to them than some people. It's so crazy. Like I, I feel I've had deep conversations with people in my DMs. Like my social media friends, some of them. I will tell them things and it's like crazy because I'm literally, I move them over from, so, you know, at first they start off in your other, especially if you don't follow them in your other folder on Instagram, then you move them over to your regular you folder. folder. Oh, I love it. Then I move, but once they get moved over, then I'm like, okay, you're official. You're officially my friend if you move over. So I move them over and I made some good friends. Like Essie Golden is like my boo. Hold her whole name. We met in DMs and she is my boo. And we met in real life in New Orleans at Essence this uh, this past Essence Festival. 
And I'm like, I love her to death. And we met and we just started chatting via DM. And then we just got close. And the next thing you know, we're sending long ass audio messages. I have connected with people in the DMs. And I love it so much. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really cool, like just connecting with people. And sometimes I feel the connection because you you can find a genuine connection with someone, but also you have to think about it. I always say this too, like long distance relationships, when I'm dating somebody that's out of town, we are we connect more because we're out of town. We have to talk. We have like you have no choice but to talk to me. So we have to talk. Now, if you're here in my face, you might not really be talking. So you have to talk to me if you're out of town. So same thing with the social media friend. We're talking. We're actually like getting to know each other versus a friend here. Okay, you want to go to dinner. You might be in your phone the whole time or you might be, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's different or we might not talk all the time because you're here. So it's like, but my friends that are out of town, oh, we're going to like have conversations. We're going to send audio notes. So sometimes my social media friends now become my real friends in real life. So, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not mad at it, but it needs to be genuine and authentic. That's the thing. Like I'm not, but I have noticed, I do feel like there are some people that sometimes go out of their way to like, hey, I want to be Alex's friend. So let me start sliding his DMs and let me like, you know, they're doing it on purpose. There is a, you know, there is a uh, strategy to that. And sometimes I'm like, hmm, okay. You know, those are the kind of things where I'm like, okay, you need to pay attention to that though. That's the thing that you do need to pay attention to when people are going out of their way. But I mean, look, this friendship game, I just don't understand it. Uh, how do you feel about like, you know, friendships that have fallen apart? Have you had friendships that have fallen apart as you've gotten older? Because I feel like that happens a lot when people are, especially middle school and high school. But as you become an adult adult, have you had friendships that just like fallen apart or like just like things have happened, like just disagreements that have just gotten out of hand? And it's like, OK, like, yeah, we're not friends anymore. I mean, you know, when you graduate from college, like everything changes in your life pretty much. That's yeah. where everything just scrambles. Yeah. But for people who work in certain fields, I feel like there is a divide like instantly. Yeah. Like the divide between us, the, the entertainments and everybody. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. I feel like for me, I have seen like a shift in friendships that I used to have a long time ago Mm -hmm. based off of comments. And I'm sure a lot of people have this, like whether you are a doctor, whether you are a lawyer, whether you have like a job that is glamorous or high paying, people will say things like, Oh, he's too good for us. Oh, he doesn't want to respond to the group chat. Oh, he doesn't want to go on a trip with us. See, so I'm going through that with people who I just, and it wasn't like a a thing that I I thought in my mind, like, oh, we're growing apart. It was just kind of like life. Yeah. You know, I just gravitated towards different people. I started doing different kinds of events. I started going and doing things with different kinds of people. With, with, People I know for a long time is just certain people are just stuck. Well, I don't want to use the word stuck, but right. they are, it's kind of like the hamster wheel. They're just doing their thing and they're happy. They're comfortable. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's nothing wrong with just staying in your hometown and doing the job and getting your money and coming home. But a lot right. of people move beyond that. 
So you think all time. Right. And you think that their perception is that um you think that their perception is that you feel like you just outgrown them and like I'm too good for them. You think that that's their yeah, perception. I think that's a perception for most people. It's like you're too good. You don't want to go on our little trip, but you'll go on their little trip. You don't want to do this with us, but you'll do this with them. So it's, okay. it's just kind of like it's something internal. Just this whole conversation is based off of things that people have created in their own mind. Yeah. That's what's so funny about it. No one said you had to have 30 friends. All you need is four friends in life. That's what that's you my need two people to carry your arms and two people to carry your legs when you fall out. That's four honestly, that's how I feel. Like you don't need a ton of friends. Now I do have a ton of friends. I do. I do feel like I have, but now my close friends, two hands. Okay. Two hands. I have my list of who I'm calling if I need to be bailed out of jail. I got, I have that list. I have the list of like who I can cry to. I have that list. I have the list of like, you know, I have the list. I have these different lists. They're not old, you know, like, like, you know, they're not long. They're not super long lists. So even though I have a ton of people that I consider actual friends, not just associates, actual friends. To me, a friend is like somebody that you can call on. Now I'm not saying I have 40 friends that can call me and I'm gonna get up at three o'clock in the morning to help them change their tire. No, I don't. I don't have 40 friends that can do that. Now I have a, I have a strong under 10 that can call me at four o'clock in the morning and I'll get up and help them change their tire. I don't have 40 of them. You're going to get on the ground and help them. Oh, you're going to go out there and just support I've, them. I've done it for myself several times. So again, there's under 10. But I'm saying like, I do feel like I have a lot of friends. I don't call everybody friends. A lot of people are associates. I do feel like I have a lot of friends though. And I've had had one person tell me like, oh, you consider too many people friends. I don't, you know, I don't feel, you know, but that's also interestingly enough, the person that said that I have fallen out with them since. And that was a person that claimed that I consider too many people friends, but I'm like, well, those are the people that actually do look out for me. And this is the person that I fell out with that, that happened to say that. And I'm like, hmm. But I also consider the people that I did call friends when that person said that would never do to me what this per particular person did. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, everybody has a different perception of friendships. That's another thing. Like, one thing that I had to learn recently is to not get on people about what a friendship should be and how people should receive their friendship. So, for example, I recently told two people, hey, you know, I don't like the way this person treated you. They were okay with it. And I said, you know what? Let me not do that because I can't tell you what you should be mad at. Now, what I am telling you is I don't like the way she treated you, but that's it. That's all I'm saying. But I can't make you be mad. If you're not mad, I can't make you be mad. But I'm just just putting it out there that she didn't treat you very well. And that's all I can say. And, you know, you, you take with that what you will. And if you continue to engage with that person and when they do something like that again, you know, just just be aware. But I don't like the way that this person treated you. And they're both they, these two people. These are two totally separate situations. And I just happen to let these people know, like, I don't like the way they treated you. But then I had to step step back and say, I can't make you be upset. I can't make you be upset about how this person like you told me a scenario. I'm telling you just like how I tell people all the time about a dude that I'm dealing with or something. They're like, hey, I don't like the way he's treating you. And then I stick around. It's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. You stick around. OK, cool. But I'm just telling you, I don't like the way this person treats you. I don't like the way the person treats you. So, you know, sometimes you have to let people go through their own thing. But again, I think for some reason, people, that's, ooh, that's another topic about people treating people poorly 
And again, these millennials feeling like they have to stick around. Do you feel like people have to stick? Like, do you feel, do you see that people feeling like they have to stick around just because of time? Like, oh, well, we've been friends for 40 years. We've been friends for 20 years. Like, what does it have to do with anything with this person yeah. treating you bad? Like, what does that do with anything? You know, we just, I think as a society, we have said we got to get married by this age. You got to get this job by this age. You got to do this with these mm -hmm. amount of people. I, I don't know where it came from. But so many people just think they can't just break up as friends after 30 years. Maybe y'all just have nothing in common. That or, and not even just the thing in common, but even going back to like somebody that's treated you poorly, what does time have to do with anything? Like what does, okay, I've been friends with this person for 30 years. So what does well, that do? They were in the trenches together. You know, now sometimes people have kids uh -huh. and they get married. Yeah. And then they hold, and everything changes. Yeah. And I understand that. Because you got three kids and a wife, and you got to deal with that. Okay. Like a lot of my friends is married, and they they went and moved in with their wife, and okay. they living a happy life. Right. So I so see them every now and then. Right. But I feel like a lot of people have romanticized the idea, like you said earlier, we're gonna be friends and live on the same block next to each other and walk from house to house like yeah. a sitcom. Yeah. Like right. live across the street, like, hey guys, you want to like eat dinner at my house? Exactly. They're right across the street. That is not real life. It's not. But again, it's like the it's the strangeness of like letting people treat them bad, and it's like, oh, but we have to be friends because we've been friends for twenty years, thirty years, or or this this notion that I have to have thirty friends. I have to like I'm not okay with my. 10 great friends i'm you know and that's what i'm, I'm like okay I, yeah i don't know where this came from but i think you're right everything goes back down to social media social media just makes us feel like we have to have a lot of friends we have to again it's not competing but it's like a yeah just wanting to feel loved and i think people social media makes people feel inadequate and it makes people feel like well like you said my birthday dinner i didn't have 30 people at my birthday dinner I didn't have 30 people. So let me try to like, you know, get all these people to come to my birthday dinner. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, I don't know. People need therapy. People need therapy, child. Because you don't have to just tell them to be yourself and you will attract the people you want to attract. I think yeah. being an adult plays a part in it because adults make friendships so awkward because they don't know. It's like they don't know how to say, hey, I like you. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. When you're yes. both 35, it's like, how do I tell people I want to be friends? I mean, it's, just invite someone out and it will just happen. That's It'll what be I, a gradual climb. And then soon, y'all are friends. I rarely do that. But yeah, when I'm when I'm creating new friendships, which I rarely do, because again, I'm already friendship overload over here. OK, friendship overload. I can't even keep up. This person gets mad because I didn't invite them here. This person gets mad because I didn't invite them there. You already know my life when it comes to that. My yeah. life is like you got 89, 88 line sisters. Between between my LSs and then my different friend groups, I I it's too much. It's too much because again, I'm it's already and I'm the planner. That's the other thing. I'm the planner of most of my friend groups. I am the planner. So that also look, if you want to be a good friend in 2023, start planning. Start planning stuff because when you're the planner, aka me, when I'm the planner, if I don't plan stuff, nothing happens. So if you want to be a good friend in 2023, actually plan stuff because when you start waiting for other people to do it, 
Some, everybody's not a planner. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. But for example, again, if Alexis doesn't plan, then things don't happen. And for me, when I plan, that means that some people are going to have to be excluded. And that means that some people are going to be upset. So that's why sometimes I have to delegate to other people. Hey, you know what? I want to do this, but I just don't feel like planning it. Can you plan this? Like sometimes I'll, I'll delegate to other people. Like, do you mind? Hey, I, I think this is cool. I want to do this. And I want to invite like five, six people. I don't feel like planning it. Like you plan. Plan, plan outings for your friends, Alex. Plan outings, because Alexis is tired. Yeah, look, that's, that's how I was. Nothing happened if I didn't say nothing. Because right. remember that, that whole conversation on social media about the leader of yeah. your friend group. Yeah. When people got so upset about that. Like, what do you mean? But I, I did feel like subconsciously, everyone gravitates to a certain person in your friend group yeah. who gets things going. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily call it a leader, but it's just a person who, hey, let's go on this trip. And then you hit yeah. everyone up. Hey, yeah. let's, let's make sure we get our deposits in. Hey, are you going? Okay, you're not going because you ain't paid. Okay, you're going. Right. And then you go. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to necessarily say the president of the group or the leader, but there right. always is a person who is the catalyst of things happening. And you know what? I don't want to be that person all the time. <laughs> I'm like, that's why you know what I love hanging with Sharia, my girl Sharia, because Sharia is got shout outs, shout out to Pudding Pop, Sharia to Pudding Pop. That's what Alice calls her. So Sharia is the okay. If you want to call it the president of her friend group, right? So she's the president of her her family, her line sisters, her friends, her this, her that. So she's the one that plans all of her group trips. So I can breathe when I'm with Sharia. So when I go on vacation with Sharia, I don't have to ask anything. I don't have to say where we're we going, what are we doing. I don't have to do anything. I just follow her. I get up. She says, okay, come on, let's go. I get up and follow her. I don't have to think. When it's any, when it's most other people, I have to think, you know? And so I do love, or Jessica is good too. Jessica is like a planner. My girl, Jess, she, my girl, Jess, my girl, Jess, she has like, she'll have a whole itinerary. So like there are certain people that I can travel with where I don't have to think. And that's who I like to travel with because I, I don't always want to be the planner. And sometimes it's good to pass it off to other people. So, yes, in 2023, this is one thing that I want you all to do as friends. Plan that outing. Just say like, hey, girl or hey, friends, let's plan this outing. Let's go to so and so. Like, I'm just going to plan a dinner. I got reservations for eight people at Nobu. I got reservations for eight at Dave and Buster's, no whatever it is. I know. I got, I got, you know. Send us some, send us some free sushi rolls. No, you know, like something, you know, that's my thing. Like, okay, let's, you know, I don't know. So it's just like, just trying to, trying to be good people and make it reciprocal. That's my thing with friendships. Friendships should be reciprocal. It should not just be one-sided. It should not be one-sided. Um, Like I said, like I, I did, I fell out with two people last year, right? One thing I noticed, one thing that I noticed the most was that, a, well, actually three people, really. Two two were kind of combined. And one thing I realized is, like, the people that I expected to at least try to fix it did not try at all, did not even attempt to. And I was like, ah, that's interesting. So what it kind of told me is, like, mm, you probably weren't being a real genuine person in the first place. That's what it told me. 
So you have to like, one, be careful about your friendships in general, where they're coming from. Are they coming from a place of authenticity or not? But just like, just watch your friendships. Watch your friendships. Are they genuine? Uh, watch them. Just pay attention to them. Like, are they genuine? And and don't hold on to stuff. You do not have to hold on to anything. I don't care how long they are. I don't care about anything. But you know, I'm a grudge holder. So I do not care. You could have been, you could have been my friend since the womb. And if you do something wrong to me, bye. bye. Maybe that's the Jerry's millennial in me. But yeah. but look, we we gonna get this friendship thing together. We gonna we gonna plan both of us. Well, I'm not planning anything. Every all of my friends that listen to this, y'all plan some outings for me because I'm tired of planning the outings. I mean, like you said, just do an audit. An audit. Hello. And if you feel like, because you know, some friends don't even know nothing about you. And if you realize that, you like, yeah, they keep calling me friends. They don't know nothing. And then they see something happening like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, yeah. how are we friends? And you didn't know the most basic thing about me. Right. Yeah. Just yeah, do yeah. an audit. And if you got to walk away, just walk away. See, this is your warning. This is your message. If you are not sure, we're telling you it's time. Alex. You can walk away. You can find a new friend. And that's the thing. And we didn't really touch on this, but a lot of people are just afraid to be themselves. Yes. But when you are being yourself and you go into different spaces and you actually talk to people, like whenever I go to concerts, like Lexia used to always be like, you go to concerts for artists, no one has heard of. Well, it's 10 people there. And you're going to And make- out of the 10 people, you <laughs> got to make friends with those 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to make friends. Or connect with those 10 people and then meet the people who they meet. You yep. meet people who are closer to what you're looking for in life. You could be, oh. you could be 25, you could be 40, but go to the foreign exchange show. Shout out to Fonte. Yep. Shout out go to the Catronada show. Get yep. your brand song. Connect yep. with people. Don't go back to your friend who you know has no love for any of these things. Yeah. Wants to do something else. Love. I know Lexi likes to go to you know. Uh, your boy <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Wilson in the park. <laughs> she likes to go see Charlie Wilson in the park and do auntie shenanigans. If you don't and, like to do auntie shenanigans, you want to go see Sukihana at the strip club. Me. Y'all is too different. Go see Sukihana and find your friends who like to do that. Correct. So <laughs> Alex called it. Okay, Alex, you said friendship audit. You do uh, find some friends that have something in common with you. You do not have to force friendships. You can be yourself, be authentic to yourself. And what was the last word? What else? What you got? What was the final one? Just the final wrap up. I think you. I think you covered it all. Yeah, just, be yourself. Just, just be yourself. If you like anime and you want to cosplay, but you know your friends don't. Alex. Go to Comic Con this year. Alex. Go to Comic Con and get your dress up on. Yes, yes. Don't get mad because your friends don't want to do it with you. Make new friends. Make some new friends. And it is okay. Authentically. Authentically. Uh, Only authentically. Yes. Well, we'll be back with a different convo next week. But chime in. Let us know what your thoughts are. Because I want to hear from y'all about this friendship tip. Because, yeah, it's it's getting weird to me. Alex, what you always say, it's getting spooky out here. You always say it's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. Just make sure y'all hit us up. If you have a question on whether your friend isn't your friend or not, and this could be like a five-part conversation, but it really could. If you if you're a geriatric millennial, you ain't got time to be worried about friends. Child. Especially mm-hmm. if you're not married. You need to get married first. 
<laughs> and then worry about who who gonna come to your birthday dinner. Chow. Exactly. We need to just stop birthday dinners just all together because it's doing a lot of irreparable harm to the black community. <laughs> like no more birthday dinners. Have birthday. Let's go back to birthday parties. Look, Chuck E. Cheese, y'all. We're going back to Chuck E. Cheese. Well, we'll be back. Make sure you guys subscribe to us, like and follow um, UrbanOnePodcast.com. Make sure you guys are following all of our podcasts there and uh, make sure you join us again next week. Yeah, if you want to be our friend and you want to plan an outing, you know, just hit us up, Lexi. Tell them what your idea is. At Lexi with the curls. Yes, hit her up and say, we want to go to Nobu. Yes, because clearly that's my favorite place. We want to go to and have a friend up. Like a yes. meetup with a, let's call it a friend up. A friend up. And then what's your at? What's your handle? Alejandro underscore Neglacius. And that's a real government name. (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll be back next week. Friends may come and friends may come.